Welcome to the Note Scene Podcast. I'm Matt Crane. I'm Tyler Sharp. And every week we chronicle the biggest news stories in the music scene. Find more episodes of this show on Apple Podcasts where you should please rate and review us. Email us at notescene at gmail.com. Big news this week from Bring Me the Horizon. But first, we have some unexpected and tragic news from We Came as Romans. Let's go. So we were getting ready to record this podcast and uh, we had a bunch of listener questions and stuff we wanted to talk about and um, we were hit with this huge news today, you know, right when we were all ready to go that uh, Kyle from We Came As Romans passed away. It's it's been a crazy day. It's kind of hard to describe the feeling when news so unexpected just hits you. Right. Mm-hmm. It's just like this this wave of all these different kinds of emotions just go running through your head right off the bat. And, and when it's when it's someone who it's even weirder when it's someone who you may have n- likely never met before, but mm-hmm. has had an impact on your life in some way. It's so difficult to process. And, and no one saw this coming. Yeah, it's totally out of the blue. And like you said, it's even this one's even weirder for me because I kind of knew Kyle. I mean, it's it's been four years. Like last time I talked to him was at an after party, like four years ago. Really nice guy. You know, I think mainly in the band, I usually would talk to Glass if anyone. But mm. like, you know, I, I did talk to him, and uh, he was a nice guy. Um, cause of death has not been revealed yet. No, as far as yeah. I can tell. Yeah, unconfirmed. Um, every major news outlet, from CNN to People. Fox News, to Billboard, to Rolling Stone, to USA Today, to even Pitchfork reported on this. Isn't that crazy? CNN. I mean, like, literally every outlet except for the New York Times has reported on this today. So sad it takes a death for that to happen. (laughs) And it's my thing. Like, like I, I, um, CNN, I understand why CNN's not going to cover We Came as Romans Mm -hmm. unless it's a death. I can Mm kind of understand that. Mm -hmm. But, um, Pitchfork, like, I got to ask how you feel about this. Because, you know, here's a, here's a site that ignore, not only ignores the band, ignores the whole genre. The whole genre. And, and, and joke, joking, you know, and mocks it. And, um, and, but then, and, but then when he dies, all of a sudden treat, treats him with, with respect and writes about it. Does that bug you at all? I'm, saying, I, I'm not sure how I feel about it personally. I, it definitely bugs me, but I I get it, man. Like yeah. being a you and I come from that world where where right. you know it's that it's that editorial world where uh, your uh, your personal and your company's success is based off page views. You know that that yeah. That's what it comes down to. And it's, it's just e- like, it's e- it's really fucked when when you have a site like Pitchfork who just completely lambasts our you world know, just just you because know. they're a warp program and i'm gonna throw rolling stone in there too because sure. they reported it and there's no reason rolling stone couldn't have covered this when they had you know a top 10 sure debut album rolling stone could have ran an article hey look what's going on in metalcore you know what i mean there's no reason rolling stone has ignored this band forever so i it just it, it doesn't it doesn't totally bug me but 
because I understand. Because then, if they do, if say if Pitchfork doesn't cover it, then you kind of look like assholes that way too, right? Yeah, it's you're a, like, oh, it's you're a, gonna ignore them this far, even when a guy yeah, dies. Yeah, it's a bit of a lose lose. Yeah. Um, you know, Tyler I, and I are media guys. These are weird media feelings <laughs> you might not understand, but we're just having j- journalism emo journalism emotions right now for sure um when it comes to mainstream outlets it's kind of like if one domino falls the rest of them are, are right. bound to fall right like we saw the first USA, one was usa today they ran it and then cnn and then, picks it up and, and then, then fox news right and... and then we know that the rest of them will eventually get it because they yeah. you know, that's their competition if they post about it then they have to post about it this is just this is this is wild man this is just we're gonna and we're gonna i just i kind of want to just for some clarity go through a couple things but we're gonna we're gonna express how wild it is to us but okay so august 18th he tweeted um will i remember or will i be lost in loving eyes and then a few hours later he tweeted fucking great and that's his last his last tweet um yeah so so not the the that first tweet or the second to last tweet that he sent out i can't remember what song it's from but it's a song off their uh, yeah. last album yeah i can't remember the name of the song either but then the very, fucking great it's I very mean, that peep looked... very peep like like kind yeah. of eerie you know right. how similar they were but your last tweet being just fucking great that looks concerning but so this and this then this comes from tmz sources close to the situation tell us kyle was transported to a michigan hospital on August 19th and pronounced dead this Saturday morning. His cause of death is still unclear pending a toxicology report. So what I find weird about this is what is today's Saturday? Um, August 25th. Yep. And he went to the hospital, according to TMZ, August 19th. Right. The band, they've been silent on social media for a week. Um, if you look at like mm-hmm. all the, the member Twitter mm-hmm. accounts. So that kind of conf- kind of confirms TMZ's story here. Like something happened a week ago, or August nineteenth, and and the band and the and all of their Instagrams and Twitters, they've all been silent for a week now. Right. Yeah. We can assume that the they, two they kept, are correlated. Yeah. Like they, it seems like they've kept. I mean, he didn't. You know, they've known shit's been bad for a week, and they've kept it under wraps. Which that's not. That's not any shots. I mean, that's, you know, out of, out of respect for the family, out of respect for right. him. You know, maybe that's just what they wanted to do. But again, that brings me just back to the cause of death. And, and I hate to even, of course, you hate to speculate. But, like, I like to be honest with everyone on the show. My head my head goes, my head instantly went to suicide or OD. And I'm like, this kind of sounds like a OD-type situation. I mean, and, and, and again, I have no knowledge. I just, you know, just piecing together what I've seen is you know he was rushed to the hospital you know on august 19th and on august 25th he was pronounced dead it's just you know that the date the night before that he tweeted fucking great it just doesn't look good it looks like it could be that kind of a situation yeah Uh, it's really sad yeah especially when like um you know we don't we don't know the cause of death right off the like it's not revealed nothing is confirmed i just like i don't even like to go there I don't even like to put my headspace in yeah. that, and it's so hard not to, you know. It just, yeah, it just, it just smells like it. It's just, um, for me at least, just in my dealings and working in this industry, it, like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's just like you kind of see the writing on the wall, and like I maybe 
I know you don't like to go there, but I just like I can't stop my head from going there. Yeah, so it's hard. I just try to try to be honest, you know. Like you and I, I don't. I, I try to keep these conversations on the show just like if it was just me and you on the phone. And you know how I, I talk know. on the phone, and, and I'm not right. going to try to hold. Absolutely. Hold back. Yeah, that's what so this is. Just did, a conversation. Did this did this take you back to Mitch at all? Mitch Lucker yeah. from Suicide Silence. I mean, that, that was, this that was the last one, right? From our world. I mean, well, you know, Tyson from Scary Kids Shit. died, and right, right. But that a band bit of a different almost, era. Yeah, that band had kind of been lost to history in a weird way, you know. And when yeah. he died, it was almost like people remembered that that was the band. But yeah, I'd say since Suicide Silence singer Mitch Mitch Lucker died, that's that's what it, it just took me back to that. That's the only thing I could compare it to. And I was just like, man, and I just remembered what a big deal that was. And um, I mean, this this is that same level, you know, this is the scene. We haven't, you know, lost such a big player in a big scene band in such a long time. Pretty much since then. And those two bands rose up together. They obviously weren't in the same genre, deathcore, metalcore, whatever you want to call it. Right. But um, they were associated with 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 that hot topic rise of, of the second golden era same time period yeah yeah um so to plant a seed um i really loved that record for me like i felt like the band always had a message to their music Mm -hmm. and uh, when i listened to it like i i I got like a sense of like exploration and wonder and there was something about their music to me that was like confronting sadness but in a hopeful way and my favorite line kyle sang and what kind of encapsulates what I loved like about We Car at that time was um, our lives are over at so many moments. Our lives were over at so many moments, and now they're all just beginning. Right. Like they were in such bad places, but now everything is, is so great. And that's one of the great sing scream transitions into, mm. you know, where he's, mm. I have never been so consumed, mm-hmm. and I've never loved it more. And then back to the great scream sing transition to live and the love of my brothers and spilling back all that anyone has ever spilled for me. Right. Just love that moment. Just one of my, that's my favorite. I would um, say, I'll, totally. Know? I'll say like, as far as modern metalcore goes, this was one of the more beautiful moment bands, you know, yeah. like, was, like they were, moment. they were able to, especially probably uh, mostly on those first two records, they were they were able to capture these kind of graceful yet still fitting moments for the movement and uh, lyrical as far as lyrical themes go, I, I think it, it gave a lot of kids hope. Yeah, and there uh, was there was hope to their music. It had a it had a message, and it was, it, it did make you feel like if you were in a bad spot and you heard this record, it what didn't make you feel good, but it made you feel like okay, like there's something else out there I can reach for. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, man. They lit they lit a path with their music. Right. They didn't give you the answer, but they were lighting a path to maybe where you could find hope. Right. Exactly. Yeah, I was in uh, right around when To Plant a Seed came out um somewhere around that time and uh not not a lot of things were were going too good and uh you know without getting too personal i was in a really bad spot that the lyrics on that first record really did help me a lot Mm -hmm. to kind of see things through a different light there is a uh the closer on it is called uh an ever-growing wonder and there's a lyric where he says um 
An empty cup cannot fill another. I have spilled all I have to make things better. And that moment, kind of like you said, it, it, they light a path for you, you know, to get to where you can make things better. And that, exactly. that line helped me realize that if I can't make myself better, then there's no way I, I, I can help anyone else or do anything for anyone else. You know, like if, if my glass is empty, then I have nothing to give to anyone else. So I have to focus on me right. before anyone else. And that line helped me understand that for the first time in my life. Yeah, I mean, that's sort of Kyle when he sang it was empowering in that way. I mean, his voice was so unique and... Uh, you knew it was his. Yeah, I mean, it's so high-pitched, you know what I mean? It's it's uh, way up there and unique and it's just very empowering when he sang like that because, you know, he can make you... It wasn't telling you, you know, everything's fine and going to be okay. It was saying, you know, this is bad and there's another place over here you can go if you want. You know, absolutely. What you can yeah. take away those those first two records, man. Yeah, oh. when uh, when just keep breathing came out, holy mm-hmm. shit! Like if you have ever had an anxiety attack, that chorus is you know it, it helps. Uh, he says like just keep breathing, just keep strong. The only real control we have is over ourselves, and like yeah. that that's like holy shit, man. <laughs> so. 2009 um electronic metalcore fucking arrives in a big way mm-hmm. um the first we car song i heard was broken statues and um oh okay i was i was like what the f-? you know what i mean i was kind of, was kind of like <laughs> it was a, a lot to process at first and then i heard um i heard intentions mm-hmm. which See? uh features yep. telly from the word alive yep on vocals and i was like i was sold so from I, there at that point i was in a metalcore band <laughs> doing all we car covers <laughs> <Dude>. probably <laughs> all we car and asking covers, i was in right? a horrible yep yep i was in a horrible uh generic core band and uh we uh i remember we were tossing around song ideas and i sent that to our group chat uh that we had on our shitty old uh like fucking i don't even remember what phones we had but they weren't iphones you know um and yeah. i sent that to everyone and i was like this is the vibe that I want because <laughs> that song comes in so hard, man. Like it comes out of the gate swinging so heavy. And uh, I love how they were able to create such suspension and elevation in that early material that really separated it from the rest of modern metalcore and the rise core wave. So like we car, the word alive at Skylet drive, sky eats airplane, attack, attack, color mm. morale, miss may I have mm. license, like all these bands come up in 09 like and really start you know heating up and they're like this they're kind of all they tour together you know it's kind of like a click you know mm-hmm. like they all were kind of touring together collaborating and working together and it, it it gave us like this for people like me at least this good alternative to like the neon pop punk that was dominating the scene at the time mm-hmm. this was like kind of my escape like I was like, oh, what's up with the word alive and we car? Right. Know? Like, it was kind of like this underground resistance, you know, this electronic metalcore thing. And it was, you know, when people say it's funny, like a lot of people describe we car as as electronic metalcore. It, they used all strings, you know, right. so it, it it was very more ethereal as opposed to yeah. like the attack attack, you know, someday came suddenly yeah. and first asking record. Um, they could be more symphonic at times, but yeah. you got songs like like Broken Statues where it's oh, right. keys. They, right. I mean, they had a prominent keyboardist. Totally. You know? Yeah, for sure. But it, it, um, it definitely felt, you know, maybe, maybe they were like unique symphonic metalcore. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
So of all these bands, though, and I remember tracking this at the time, to plant a seed was outselling all the other bands' records mm-hmm. um, on the chart. It was always it was on the charts every week. Like it was low, but it was there every week. It just right. kept selling and selling. Like yep. that was the big one. And then at some point, I don't know. You might remember this better than me if it was a deluxe edition or something, but. To move is to grow became like a huge single for them. They so they re-released to plant a seed with to move on is to grow and a special edition okay. DVD, but with to move on is to grow added to the record and that became kind of like their pinnacle oh song. And and that song, you know, all of a sudden, you know, they're they're contenders now. Like once that song takes off, totally. I don't. I, I look. I remember looking about a year or two ago. Uh, I haven't looked today or or, or no, but I, I'm pretty sure to move on is to grow is their music video with the most views yeah. on YouTube. Um, so after all this, the hype for a follow up was like fucking huge. Mm. I mean, to say the least. And I remember the day Alt Press premiered uh, the lead. The first release single, uh, Misunderstanding. Misunderstanding. Yep. And it was so huge and heavy. So fucking massive, <laughs> man. I remember, I remember it and I was slightly disappointed. And it's still oh, really? not one of my favorite, like, We Car songs, especially off that record. I love yeah. that album. I bought it the day it came out and I was all on the hype train. But yeah, I remember, I remember being slightly disappointed in it, and I was kind of concerned for the record because it is—it's oh. it, very—it's way more heavy than it is way melodic. In your face. Yeah, and yeah, I was—I yeah. was—I don't know why at the time I was so about it. I was like, oh yeah, like I was yes. waiting for it. I was just like, charge up, charge up, boys. <laughs> yeah. Um, so understand what we've grown to be. It sells nineteen thousand copies first week in twenty eleven. That's a smash. Mm-hmm. I mean, that for a metalcore band. I mean that. You know, they they sold exactly what Falling Universe did, you know, right. like that year to fit into perspective. I mean, they're one of the they're huge. We we car become an institution at this point. I'd Absolutely. say, you know, Taking Back Roots sells twenty six thousand copies in twenty thirteen. They're now one of the biggest scene bands right. at that point. Right, twenty six thousand. I mean, you, you look back at this time and you would want to say Attack Attack were the biggest electronic metalcore band order, but We Car were there outselling them at every point. Yep. You know. The yep. Attack Attack records, I think, 15,000, you know, I think, copies yeah, first. Yeah, yeah, because didn't self-titled do 20? I, no. I'm pretty sure it did, Attack man. Attack self-titled did maybe 15, and I think the the follow-up did did 17. Yep, you're right. My bad. Um, my bad. <laughs> so that my point my point being is you might think, look back, and be like, Attack Attack maybe we're just more right. part of the conversation, but right. Weekar was smashing them. Absolutely. <laughs> 26,000, they were just crushing them as far as sales go yep. at every point. Um, so in 2015, they still managed to sell 22,000 copies on that self-titled record, but mm-hmm. that's just when everyone flips on them. Yeah. Everyone's it, done. It, with the band at that point i, I don't why I, I jumped ship oh yeah you know, like I, was the record bad i mean i don't you know it just uh it just kind of felt like a worse version of understanding and metalcore was 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 kind of coming to an end yeah you know? every band was making their pivots in yeah. different directions and we car just kind of felt stagnant and released a worse record than they did before whereas you know of mice and men changed their sound bring me changed their sound Bands were progressing in different ways, and the ones who did it right it just, saw the sales increase, and the ones who it didn't. Just, it's just, wild how quickly they went from, you know, we car, 26 cop, 26,000 copies first week, one of the biggest scene bands, right. to just kind of over right. in, in a matter of a year. Yep. Like, by the time the last record, Cold, uh, Cold Like War, came out, it didn't even make a splash. What um, did it do first week? Because we talked about it on the show. Eight fucking thousand. 
it was like so over remember oh, and we, we barely oh, got to talk about the show and yeah, um yeah. it's just crazy how fast it ended for the band and i almost kind of want to give that record another chance now i was because... listening to it a bit today yeah um, uh, cold like wars a pretty good song i was trying to remember the singles because there was one that i actually really liked i didn't i didn't really like wasted age that was the throwback metalcore song um but there is a couple songs on there that were that were fairly decent for sure does we car continue without kyle <sighs> i mean he was kind of what separated once the band got away from their kind of string arrangements um mm-hmm. he he was really his voice was really what, what what was the kind of foundation as far as their trademark goes in their sound um mm-hmm. i i don't especially with the sales of the last album I, you know i'm sure they're gonna get some offers and stuff to mm-hmm. come back but i uh i don't know if they will yeah it would be weird to replace them it, it, um, it would sure. almost be too yeah it would and you don't want to go much. forward as just a metalcore unit with uh with right. david i mean you know, y- as, as the yeah front man. they were gonna have to pivot their sound way yeah. hard if it, i mean you know, i would you would have thought the move for them was to use more kyle and and Exa- less david, and, less david. Yeah, and exactly. let's do something you know exactly. but um i could see them st- i mean they do have another band um it's like a hardcore band and i think kyle was the only member of we car that wasn't in it um i can't oh god i cannot remember the name of what it was but i mean obviously that's that's not the sound they need to go for i hate but, i um, hate to even say this but you know getting a new vocalist often sometimes it's controversial but sometimes it it it, it creates enough news that it actually works out for for the band like i mean it can I mean, help them out like you think about suicide silence you would have said they should have ended the band without mitch but they got a new vocalist they put out a good record that people liked we don't need to talk about what happened later on, but you know, <laughs> Doris. Oh um, my goodness! But you know, of course, no. So I mean, the the, the potential a path for them, if they want to stick around. There is a path. The hardest part is that this band was on the the steep downslope sure. when this happened. Um, I I could see, yeah. I I don't even know what the, what the move is. Um, because uh, I mean, the move is to go forward only with Dave and do full cleans. But I, I don't know how that would turn out. I don't know what the logistics of, of, of this yeah. band's future looks like. So uh, well, I'm going to say no. Aside, um, you know, I just want to say rest in peace, Kyle. Absolutely. Um, he was a nice dude. I, you know, I feel terrible for his family and his friends and the band and everyone. Um, Tyler, anything else you want to add to this? It's been really... Uh, it's so sad that it takes a death to do it, but... I, I haven't seen this scene come out over over something over something that you know so unifying um, in 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 a really really long time and yes. I can't go anywhere on social media without seeing yeah. e- members from every scene band you can imagine uh, for the fallen dreams Ronnie <laughs> yeah Ronnie uh, you know you name it that uh, bands have have weighed in on it so it, <clears throat> it is it is cool to see the the response and all the love from the scene from something like this but yeah rest in peace and um thank you definitely all right tyler um let's move on to our main story our intended main story this week um bring me the horizon announced their new album ammo um out in january and they released a new single mantra along (laughs) with a new music video um we've been waiting for this one for a long time if you've been a note scene listener, 
Ah, there's a lot to unpack here, Tyler. <laughs> so I just I want to start with the song mantra first, Tyler. Okay. What do you think of mantra? Give it to me. So there is uh, there's a lot to say about mantra. It's a rock song. It's a uh, it is not the dark pop pivot that you and I think we're hoping for. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a it is a active rock. I I don't know if I'll say arena rock, but I'm sure that's what they had in mind for it. Um, comes in hard, hard drums, hard riff right out of the gates, and then uh, it busts into that that super low end fuzzy ass active rock riff <laughs> that just kind of mm. hits you right in the face you know it's 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 very uh it's very reminiscent of that's the spirit and i can't help but laugh every time ali says the new record isn't going to sound anything like that's the spirit when they uh-huh. basically just released happy song part 2 um the verses cook i'm a i'm a big fan i'm a mm-hmm. big fan of the verses i was uh, i love the pre-chorus it gets very light there um there there's some suspension in the, in the in the melody and then the hook just doesn't deliver i mm-hmm. know i know i'm on the uh i know i'm on the wrong side of the fence when when people are talking about the song but i it does not hit and it doesn't hook like it needs to it is too lackluster for the amount of buildup that the song cooks in the verses. And that concerns me for the song's longevity. Yeah. Um, the bridge is one of my favorite Bring Me the Horizon moments of all time. Um, it is a very top 40 kind of uh, Spotify core instrumental bridge. And they, mm-hmm. you know, they, they, I don't even know if, it, if Ollie actually sang the the falsetto moment on the end of those two lines in the bridge i could see them that being a completely different person because if you watched if you watched any of the their secret set at leeds it's all that whole moment is backtracked he he just gives the mic to the crowd like there's no fucking way that guy can sing i mean this band they're the king of backtracks i absolutely he's he's not a singer he never has i don't even you know what i mean i don't even think there's a way to doctor up a recording from ollie sykes to make it sound like that ollie (laughs) can't really sing i mean Uh, in a studio they can squeeze something out of him make it work exactly so um um, regardless bridge absolutely incredible the chorus does regardless of what i have to say and it doesn't come in hard enough uh it does have some sort of uh you know return factor for me i do come back to it a little bit especially when the mantra part comes in and listeners matt and i have just said mantra to one another at least a hundred times since the song has come out last last couple days (laughs) mantra 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 um and then the riff comes in right that's where i could see it being like a bit of a sports song for the for the nfl upcoming season but altogether, altogether, all of that being said I am at a eight out of ten. Banger Nation. It's there. Oh my God. It is. It is just good enough. So Tyler and I usually don't talk about this stuff before the show because you know I don't like to know his thoughts before we're we're on the air because I wanted the conversation to be as organic as possible. But I was so angry <laughs> when I heard the song that I felt like I had to give Tyler a warning. Like, oh, I told Tyler, I was like, listen, dude, I'm going to burn the podcast down this week, so be uh, ready. I'll never forget and, those texts after the and, song dropped. There was a lot of profanity in those. Yeah, and I was really <laughs> pissed, man. And, and um, well, with, 
something happened. You know, uh, Kyle Kyle Pavone died today, and I just I don't feel all that anger. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's I'm not I'm not coming in as hot as I thought I was gonna be. Mm-hmm. I thought I thought we were gonna have some flames on this episode, but mm-hmm. um, just by the way I'm feeling from today, I'm not pissed. Um, we we missed out on a, a big rant. Is all I'm gonna say. Mm-hmm. Um, you're all spared. Um, <laughs> all spared. Mantra. Um, <laughs> oh man. I was pissed off. Um, the the chorus is pathetically weak. Mm-hmm. Like they play it so safe. Right. All to conform to active rock radio, and it's so watered down. It's just like that stupid under oath record. Mm-hmm. And I'm getting I'm getting so sick of it. Like, like all these bands run to rock radio. You know, like rats, like climbing on a sinking ship. And I get it. It's one of the the only markets left for rock music. But it's not even that big of a market. Three Days Grace get a number one single there, sure, but they only sell 15,000 records. And it's going to die soon. Right. And instead of innovating, we're regressing. And I'm sick of it. Under Oath, Bring Me the, Bring Me the Horizon, Beartooth of Mice and Men, like, are all just going to have the same riffs now? We're all just going to, you know, have that fuzzy riff and we're going to try to have something that sounds like STP or Breaking Benjamin or whatever? It's like... It's just like there's no future here. <sighs> That's why all these bands have these singles hanging out to dry at number 40, you know, and falling on the charts. Yep, it's that's, just that's where the under oath single is at right now, forty four. It's, it's just not it's not working because you know the guys listening to active rock radio, they're it, you know it's a bunch mostly it's a bunch of old guys who want to hear the same disturbed and Godsmack song and smells like Teen Spirit song every day, you know. So even when you do get success on active rock radio it's not gonna help you that much because the listeners are there for nostalgic purposes they're not there to discover new bands right all that said though mantra is not a terrible song you know what i mean <laughs> like <laughs> i'm just mad you know about the direction they went i think it's very cool when the chick who does my voicemail says mantra mm-hmm. i think you know that's cool i love when ollie screams after chorus one I'm with you on the verses. I think the verses are okay. You know, it's not the worst song. It, it's it's good FM radio fodder. Sure. I'm just so disappointed that that this is what we're getting is is good FM radio fodder. You know, I I I cannot along to a good truck jam. You know what I mean? But I was expecting more from Bringing Me the Horizon. Right. We wanted Doomed Part Two. Right. We wanted some sort of progression that could put Bring Me on alt radio because that's the next step. So I come. It's it's flipping. I'm at a six point five to a seven out of ten. Wow. I'm, I'm in that range. I'm flipping. I haven't you know I haven't landed yet. Um, fine. We'll just give them the fucking seven. They can have it. <laughs> seven out of ten. That's where I land. Um, but it's I'm not happy about it. Uh, <laughs> I should compare this to Drown. Like when Drown drops, and we were. I mean, that was so amazing and incredible and new. And I had never heard a song like that before. And um, that's the type of thing you want a band like Bring Me the Horizon to do. Not, not you know, try to please some stagnant rock radio audience. But I have some hope because in an interview with NME, Ollie said, basically, they made this record, this new record, Ammo. And it's super weird and super experimental. And um, they got kind of freaked out before when release time came around so they recorded mantra really quick because they wanted something for the label no and shit. something yeah and they wanted something that was safe they I wanted something that, know that yeah ali said he, he was worried about alienating everyone because this record is so different 
So they recorded Mantra after because they were like, dog, we need something that's Dude. like kind of normal because this record's what. <laughs> so that's Ollie. If you, if you choose to believe him, All right. that's Ollie's story. And that All gives right. me hope. That's fine. If this is just the lead single to keep the label happy. Absolutely. Um, I'm good with that. And um, in that interview, he also said he's going to talk a lot about him and Hannah Pixie's divorce on the record, which I think is, is cool that he's going to be honest about that. Because we knew that was coming, right? He, yeah. he tweeted about that when it happened. I, I was still at AP when all that went down. Well, what's funny is he said, you know, now he's remarried to that, that model. They got married? Yeah, they got married. I know. Crazy. Dude, um, she just turned 20. Yeah, well. Um, but he had said, you know, he didn't want to make a record about her because he didn't even want to, like, give her that give glorification. Her, right, right. But he says he's so far past that that now he realized it's it's something he needs to deal with and, yeah. and, and put through his music. So, wow. you know, they're still bringing me um, two million plays on YouTube in two days when I checked. Like, within two days, they had two million plays on YouTube. Um, I noticed the video had a hundred thousand views in one hour. I, I just, mean, I just like to game. say that, uh, shouts to my boy, Brian Storm for sending that over when I could watch it when I had 36 views on it. Oh, nice. <laughs> 36 view club right here, right here. Um, I, I think that thing's going to shoot to 10. No problem. 20. Mm-hmm. We'll see how far this rides. That's, I'm that's just bring me. Everybody wants to see an Ollie video that yeah. I mean, yeah. And the video is gorgeous too. Like it's fucking weird as hell, but it, you know, they made it look gorgeous. Um, my my worry here is longevity of the song. Is this is this throne? Is is it is it 107 million streams at the end of the cycle on Spotify? I don't know that it's their streaming hit, but it you know it's so close to Happy Song, and the Happy Song was their biggest radio moment. Right. So maybe this is the radio song. Maybe this is the one that doesn't good at rock radio for them. I, mean, I am uh, I'm waiting for that uh for that, that submission here. Yeah, I, I mean it's we're, going. We're still not you know there. it's going. I mean it's they made going. it for that. I don't I don't understand. Maybe the it's label going. was like, "Nah, we we want you at Coachella or something," but I I don't, I don't know. Yeah. It, it that song literally <laughs> exists to be on radio. Right. It'll be submitted Absolutely. if it hasn't already yet. And um I could see it doing good. I mean, if Happy yeah, Song right. is good, this is right along those lines. You know, maybe they get a top ten, top five. I hope so, man. I, I want, I want. This is the last <laughs> band we have. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is it. So the the Almar looks cool. I like, I like the Ziploc bag with like hearts painted on the blank CD. That, that's a cool. I really like that. It looks cool. We just uh, everyone's just gonna post Malone the shit out of everything uh, now. Well, huh? I wonder is that gonna be physical media too? Do you know? I or is I, that just a digital? I would picture? assume so, but uh, I, I still never figured found out. I never saw uh, a physical copy of of Beer Bongs and Bentleys, so I, I couldn't tell you if. It's uh, a cool look. A CD in a Ziploc bag with hearts paint on it. I like it. It's um, very very emo. Very MySpace emo. Yeah. So the last record, that's the spirit came out on their major label columbia records this one this album is coming out on sony music in the u.s and uh rca records uk in the uk so that that's interesting to me um you know columbia is so like probably y- the second biggest record label like after atlantic yeah uh, so break break that down break that down for us because i i don't even know all the details between rca sony, columbia sony. sony music owns columbia and rca Oh, um, Sony owns Columbia yeah. and RCA. Okay, Columbia so. is the second big. I mean, they were the biggest label for a while, but now the I think they're probably the second after Atlantic, and no, or maybe even third after Republic. Because shit, Republic, Drake, Ariana Grande, right, I mean, right, that's right. a big year for them. But um, 
Columbia, you know, that they have like that's like their that's Sony's like premier label. For like, sure. Like that has right. Beyonce, Adele, Springsteen, Harry Styles, Chainsmokers, LOL, Lil Xan, you know, like right. <laughs> um, and now they're not on this record's not coming out on Columbia. It's coming out on, on the broader Sony music. The next and level. I, well, I don't know. It's not the next level because they put their best artists on Columbia. So I'm oh. like, do they not want, do they think they're not, is Bring Me Not Worthy Enough to them anymore to be on their flagship? <sighs> Shit. It's very strange. Like, you know what I mean? You don't often, there's not a lot of bands who, like, I, who come out just on the parent company, you know, Sony Music. You don't that's, see that often. That's Usually, concerning. Makes me wonder, like, did they not get along with the people at Columbia, or you know? I, I, I mean, know. this band is not the easiest. To yeah, work exactly. With. <laughs> so I, I wonder. I if, hope you know, they didn't Columbia... shoot themselves in the foot here. Yeah, because it's almost like you could get, you know, you could get kind of uh, backwatered, you know, out of the big parent company. Label, yeah, you get now fucking you shelved. The, now you don't have the crack Columbia team. You know that works on Beyonce releases, working on your release. Right. I, right. I, don't like I mean, there's yeah. obviously there was money put into this. For sure, um, it's Sony. We can already Sony. see it. We can already see so- it in the music video, the rollout, all the posters and shit all around the world. Sony headquarters is made of solid gold. I mean, you know what I mean? Just being on yeah. Sony, you're gonna get money. Yeah. Um, but I just thought that was concerning that it's not coming out on Columbia again. Man. Yeah, for sure. Uh, long lead time. I don't like it. <laughs> I hate that shit too, man. But they <laughs> want that single to burn, man. They, uh, I wonder if they want two singles to burn. January though, this feels like this feels like what Fallout Boy did with Mania. Like this feels like a really long time, man. Mm-hmm. I know, I know. Could you could you imagine if it gets delayed? Oh my god, that's that. Like that can't happen. That um, can't happen. Not this band. Not BMTH. So that's the spirit. Debuted at number two in the U.S. and sold fifty-five thousand copies first week, and it was huge. Mm-hmm. To give you a comparison, Paramore just sold fifty-six thousand copies first week on their latest record. Sempaternal did twenty-seven thousand copies first week on Epitaph. Um, there is a hell did twenty thousand copies first week. Suicide Season debuted outside of the top 100, so it didn't really have a big debut, but it got hot really quick and mm-hmm. it started selling huge. Um, right. But I did not realize that's the spirit went gold in the U.S. this June. Oh, wow. I know. I did, that know that. I did not know that. I did not know that. Was it old school? It wasn't old school. What, it, it, um, I'm not that's sure. That's with streaming, yeah, right? Yeah, probably with streaming. Okay, but for still, sure. that we know... I mean, we know they sold a lot of records. Oh, um, no. Like, the cycle... This band streaming. is the biggest they've ever oh, been right now. Yeah. Um, so, That's the Spirit went gold in the U.S. in June. And also, Sempaternal went gold in April. Wow. Okay. So they have, that, they're a band I mean, with two gold records now. Um, right, right. That puts you on another level, you know? Like, the used have two gold records. It's funny how they still... They're still considered... We still can't call them a breakout band yet, you know? Two gold records, man, and... Brand new only have one. Right. You know what I mean? Exactly. <laughs> that's, exactly. That, that's huge. And um, uh, you know, Suicide Seasons probably you know sold quite a few copies. So that's just crazy to think that they're a band with two gold records now in the U.S. Um, let's talk about the video, Tyler. Man, there's so much shit that goes on in this fucking video. <laughs> you like it? I mean, it's it's whatever. I'm not into the weird kind of outlandish aesthetic um, that that seems to uh, appeal to the kind of younger uh, millennial audiences as far as, you know, that 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 fits the bring me aesthetic. 
uh, as far as their social appearances go and whatnot. So this video is not for me. That being said, it's wild, man. <laughs> <laughs> you got um, Ollie's looking like a SoundCloud rapper. Um, so I, what I found most interesting is that it's Ollie. It's not the mm-hmm. band. Well, I mean, that's, this, you know, that's smart branding. It's absolutely smart branding, but but do that on a song that makes sense. Doesn't sound like a rock band that song? That doesn't sound like a full yeah. band song. Like, release Doomed. At least we release want, Doomed. If not, release Follow You or Oh No. You we know? want Ollie over some 808s and some uh, Absolutely, yeah. man. Like, let's so get that I got a question. This isn't that expensive video that they were shooting where pictures leaked like a week ago. And there was a crane and a whole set outside and everything. Did you see those? I would. I was thinking that it was because Ollie's dressed so? in the same suit. Okay, All I, right. I just I didn't see any outside stuff. They going shot on. the artwork. They did. Okay. Um, he's wearing the same clothes. I think they that shut was down on a whole the same. street for that video. I mean, um, and I didn't see any street scenes in this video. So I'm wondering if there's another even bigger video yet to come. I'm 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 so interested to hear that second single man because if this is the only song that they That's, pivoted for active rock, right. you know. We'll see how hard we get burned. I get burned for oh, listening to Ollie, but you know, shit. we'll see. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. But those were his words. Um so they look like a SoundCloud group now. That UK tour flyer looks like a fucking Suicide Boys promo. Dude, straight up. Straight <laughs> the up, black, man. You know, the, the black contrast, the lighting. Yo, it's absolutely. funny. I mean, it's, it, it's okay, though. It's going to work. Um, I mean, get your aesthetic, man. Get that yeah. paper. They announced a big US tour. These are some some big rooms they're playing. Um, still playing. They're playing the, still playing Aragon in Chicago. That's a five thousand cap. Five thousand cap. They're playing mm-hmm. the Fillmore in Detroit. That's a three thousand cap. They're playing the Forum in L.A., which is a seventeen thousand cap. No um, shit. I don't know. I don't think they'll fill that out. But we've seen them draw close to ten thousand in L.A. before Dude, with the so, Under Oath and Bear Juice yeah. show. So if they in that demand, right? They haven't been back in so that was the long. last time. Yeah, so they could probably, I could see them drawing, and LA is the biggest touring market, um, for those of you who don't know, and I could see them, you know, drawing 10,000 kids to the okay. forum. That 10, would be crazy. You think they could do 15? I don't, I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know. I, that, that's a little up there. I mean, but I still, could see this, this whole cycle yeah, is going to burn a while. 10 to 15, they could probably pull that off at the forum, which is crazy. That's so, fucking wild. I don't know, you know, but who knows? Um, the demand is certainly there. Um, did you see um, them at Reading and Leeds? Uh, they opened with Mantra. I saw, yeah, yes, I did. Mantra. And people the knew crowd, the words, man. Crowd already knew the lyrics. Yeah, that's Dude, the first they, thing I noticed. I they like, all oh. knew the fucking lyrics. They're still Bring Me. That's the takeaway. Here. Absolutely. They still get all the views. Their fans are still the craziest. Um, that, that crowd fucking knew. I found another video angle that was up by the barricade, and it all looked back at the crowd. And dude, holy shit! Especially when they played uh, "Drown" at the end, because I'm pretty sure that's what they closed with. Oh my god, man! That song is like the 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 ushering in the new era of the world, man. <laughs> it's such an anthem. It's definitely Crazy. the best song we probably got post 2010. That's the best scene song. Probably, I don't know. I'd have to go back, but I'd say definitely at least like if we're gonna put a cut off at 20, 2010, you know. Yeah. Would you go best far song. back as two thousand eight, ten of the last ten years? The best scene song. Maybe. I mean, Maybe. I think it's That's... absolutely in the top five. I'd say solidly in the top three. I'd have to think about Abs- it. Absolutely in the top five. But yeah, I don't know. I'd have to think about uh, number one. Anything else, Tyler? On bring me. I mean, like, listen, like twenty seventeen was a 
terrible year for the scene. And, you know, Kyle <laughs> and I have said this whole time, 2018 is the year it has to be saved. Like, Bring Me the Horizon and Pierce the Veil, A Day to Remember, the big three, should all be releasing new albums this year. And if anything could jumpstart the scene... <laughs> It's that. <laughs> well, and, right now we're putting it off till 2019 because that's when this record drops. Uh, yeah, 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 I know. Ugh. But um, at least we'll be getting singles and For videos sure. and For activity. Sure. Where's that band. Where's that ADTR Marshmallow single, man? Where's Yeah, and it's time for a record, boys, too. But so it's just, you know, again, it's a very important year for the scene this all needs to work and this bring me thing i don't know this wasn't the best it could have gone but we'll see um anything else you have to say about bring me tyler there's no saving the scene man all these (laughs) bands just want to get out so let's help them get out while it all falls apart around pack your bags shut everything down that's all i'm saying don't forget your trash it's over let's get you guys out of here let's take what we can get move it to the next level i think this is the only band who has a shot all right, so in other news this week, it was great to know that Fall Out Boys still fucking suck. Um, <laughs> why do they do this? Um, oh, the no. The Mania campaign, Fall, okay, Fall Out Boy released the Lake Effect Kid EP. I got a couple things to say about it. The Mania campaign was such a train wreck, and they just keep dragging it out. It's the worst and longest campaign we've ever seen. Fall Out Boy, they gotta go away again. Like they did after Folly. You know, that's why I say rock and roll works so well. Come back with fire, but go away. But Seriously, Fall Out Boy, go away. Oh my you got, God. You gotta make us miss Fall Out Boy. Shut it down. You know, Patrick, go make Soul Punk Part 2. <laughs> Dog, bring back the damn things. Um, Hell yeah, I'm still waiting on that record. Pete, call up BB Rexa. She's doing pretty good right now, you know? Right, if, right. If, if she'll forgive you, you know, go hit her up. And um, you got to go away for like eight years like Blink-182 did. <laughs> That's what they got to do. Think about it. Mania is their neighborhoods, you know? And we we need that long. We need, it, we need them to be gone that long to the point where we're like, remember Fall Out Boy and how good they were? That's what we need. This just this is just some creative <laughs> way they're finding to fill their contract with Island, which looks like they're six albums into it, so they're probably just about out of it. No one is asking for new Fall Out Boy right now. Stop screwing your legacy. The title track is boring. City in a Garden sucks. Like, really sucks. <laughs> I love you, Chicago! Super Fade was, like, okay. I'm a sucker for French horns. I love Fall Out Boy over some horns. You've got to be but, fucking kidding But vocally... Me. Not a good Patrick moment. Um, too over the top. Chicago gets my soul. Um, yeah, Chicago <laughs> totally made Fall Out Boy. Not MySpace and Warped Tour. Okay. Oh my god, man. You felt such a way. You took all that bring me hate and you just dumped it right into Fall Out Boy. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm at a 5 out of 10 for the Lake Effect EP. Um, here's, here's a question. This is not good, coming, not good coming off. Not a single... Ma- not one Mania single charted the <laughs> Billboard Hot 100. Not one got on the charts. Oh Go my away, god! Wait, you need a break. Oh my god! Are you done? Are you yes. done? Did you get it all out of your system? Holy shit! Did you ever listen to this song when the demo leaked back ten years ago? Yeah. You don't like that riff at all? No, I don't. I, I, dude, it kind of it comes out strong, man. It feels very Folly Adu era. If you didn't like Folly Adu era, then uh, not, not my era. I mean, I, I, <laughs> that was over, when I needed them to go away. It's same, you know what I mean? same. That's when everyone like, did. Later. But in Legacy, I have grown to appreciate that record very much, especially compared to Mania. You know, throughout through, over the last year, I've listened to that album a lot, and I'm like, it's, wow, this is this is really good compared to when you hit rock bottom. 
I give my five out of ten. I just want to make sure you, I gave you, my. Oh no, no, you you All made right. it very. I just clear. want to make sure I I got that on tape. You okay. made it very clear. I don't. I think the song is fine. It's exactly the same as the demo. They just re-recorded it, made it, gave it a little uh, gave it a little sheen. They put over it and they just dropped it again. It's fine. Whatever. Um, the second song you need to listen to. Maybe it's just because I grew up going to Chicago. I lived an hour and a half outside the city. Uh, you need to watch the music video along with it. Did you watch the music video? Mm-hmm. It's nostalgic as hell, man. Let let them let them have Chicago. It'll I know. I know you, they're a Chicago band. I just it'll make just... you it'll make you feel a way about your hometown, and that's what pop punk's supposed to do, right? So it, it, the song, those two songs, or whatever. That last fucking song, it might be the worst Fall Out Boy song of all time. Holy shit! What a pile of hot garbage. But the first two songs are fine. It's whatever. I feel like this is, if I were them, this is what I'd drop and then go away. Like this is the last. This make it seem like this is this. <laughs> how is many? It. But the, the how many more? How much more shit are we gonna get? The remix of Last of the Real Ones. And oh, shut the stop, fuck up! No, know? yeah, we gotta stop all that. Just hard, stop. hard stop, man. I, I can't drop I can't drop the semi nostalgia from 2008. Whatever they should have dropped a demo from from under the cork tree or some shit. Get people, you know, talking about your band again in an old in 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 a nostalgic sense. Go away. That that's what you need to do. And hopefully, like you said, they fulfilled their contract with Island. I don't know anything about that. But hopefully they did that, and they, they – I really hope they don't start their own label or some shit. The problem is that these guys are aging, man. Like, they are not who they were 10 years ago. They're not who they were five years ago when they really saved rock and roll. It's becoming more and more difficult for them to gain traction on alt radio, let alone top 40. You know, oh, it's I a, say bullshit because Blink did it just Blink, fine. Blink and, did and it on Fall alt radio. Boy, Blink did Fall it on alt radio for sure. Absolutely. Yeah, Blink that's got, what Fall Boy needs to do. They need to do the Blink thing. They need to go away as long as Blink did to the point where we're dying for more Fall Out Boy. Because we could, you know, if they're gone for seven years, that's when you start, you know. Dude, they're like, going to be, they're gonna be coming up on like 50 at that point, man. No, the, dude, Patrick, they'll be in their 40s, you know, just like Blink. Blink are way older than them. And Patrick just Stump did and a, Pete Wentz are not Mark Hoppus and Tom DeLonge. Like, dude, they're, I, they're, they're, they're comparable, though. They're the emo Blink, you know what I mean? And I don't and think so. They They could totally do it. And they—that's what they need to do. They need to disappear. Sure as hell, they're sure as hell not going to come back with fucking guitars, man. They need to disappear. Come back with a throwback cork tree kind of thing, and um, we live and make everybody in a love very. We live in a very. I know that we have our anomalies, and that's what happens when you drop fire. So that's why I tell every single band, music first. Drop your fire. Oh. Then we'll focus on the push. But the industry is inherently ageist, man. Like it's not; it doesn't favor, uh, you know, playing yeah. even even as you know, well, even you as know, males in their in their upper thirties. You know, it's 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 more difficult than you are when you're twenty. When you do something stupid, like shoot yourself in the foot with mania, Absolutely. or shoot yourself in Absolutely. the foot with neighborhoods, it's you gotta go away. You and, gotta go um, away. That's what they gotta so do. Hopefully, we um, get that twenty twenty one Fallout Boy comeback. Yeah, they need a comeback. Um, it's enough. And, you know, I'm just so sick of talking about it. <laughs> it's like, what are we going to get next? You know? Right. And no, 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 nobody's going to care about this EP, really. No, I mean, no one's going to remember it. it. People are going to be like, woohoo, for a day on Twitter, you know? And 
And that's that. It's just it's just keeping a bad thing going that should have been shut down a long time. They should have shut it down, you know, the moment when the they down. were scrapping the album but keeping half of it. It was oh, the God. moment Young and Menace didn't. Remember, take. you know, it's like that so that Star Wars solo movie where they fired the directors when the movie was done. Yep. Like that's mania. Mania is the solo of music. You know, like the the thing that was just never gonna work. Um, yep. Anything else on Fallout Boy Tower? I'm out, man. I'm out on this band. Go listen to From Under the Cork Tree. Remember the good times. Yeah. Okay. Let's let's hit our pop story, Tyler. Um, All right. Ariana Grande's fourth album, Sweetener, is out. What are your thoughts on Sweetener? I'll be, straight up. I'll be straight up with you, man. This is a contender for pop record of the year for me. It's not oh, perfect. It is not horns. perfect by any means. Uh, there is absolute filler, especially the title track. One of the worst pop songs of 2018 for sure um but she brings the fire through and through without throughout the whole uh throughout a majority of the record there is um the the singles obviously we talked about no tears left to cry which is a great kind of throwbacky vibe and it bumps real hard it's rode so well for her uh god is a woman holy shit that song has just grown the hell on me man Mm-hmm. I love that hook, and her, she just sounds gorgeous on the whole track. Fantastic single. The Nikki song is a big miss. The light is coming. I love Ari's part, especially when the hook starts cooking, you know, when you, when you get that vibe. But uh, the majority of the song is a miss. Shouts to Pharrell Williams, man. He couldn't he couldn't hack it with uh, Camila, you know. That that was a that was an obvious miss right Sangria out of the gate. Wine. Dude, right out of the gate, that was so blatantly a miss. But he comes back with Blazed, which is the second song after the intro on Sweetener. And holy shit, man, what a great song. It's got such a vibe to it. And Every Time and Breathing, those are the two. That's right in the meat of the, meat of the album, eight and nine. Great songs back to back. They cook real low vibey, uh, good hooks. And then you've got, you've got your better off. I don't, uh, man uh naming your song pete davidson uh, uh, uh that's a whole podcast their relationship <laughs> that's a whole fucking podcast man um we can't we can't look we can't go working on can't, already working on an avril lavigne podcast we, dude, can't, we can't, can't do any side ones. can't go there man but um the narrative around this record you know the man the manchester uh tragedy and everything that happened to her and her comeback through it all i am so impressed so, i mean the narrative it's not really in the record it's, it's really it, not what the record's about absolutely right 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 totally that's the impressive and, part and you, know? Have, you know you have to dig to find the reference because there is a reference yeah. i can't remember exactly yeah. what song it is but she has pointed it out but totally and and that that really is what makes it so impressive is that she went through all of that and she she dealt you know, with that, that on her that own and massive this is traumatic record. experience this is a record about being ariana grande absolutely you know? and she just delivered the fire man and i am so i'm i'm at an 8.2 out of 10. Wow. I love this album. There are, songs that, album. there are songs that I skip. I skip R.E.M., Sweetener, and Successful every single fucking time because those are bad songs. But okay. uh, there's 15, and there are a lot of good ones. So I had a weird kind of journey with this album. Mm-hmm. Um, I, wasn't, I wasn't pleased at first listen. Um, I was disappointed because it's like this record's kind of missing the highs the high highs of yours truly and uh my everything and um 
I totally disagree with you on Blazed. I really don't like that song. Get the like that, fuck that Neptune production here, sounds man. so dated to me. Just like oh, mid period no. Timberlake. Just get out of here with it. Come on. I really don't like that song. So it really, it, it, it set me up for a bad listening experience, I'd say, because I was just like, I'm not fucking going back to mid period Timberlake <laughs> Neptune. And, um, my favorite Ari, like I have two favorite Ari's. Um, I like mini Mariah Carey, who's belting over classy beats. Right. I love that Ari. And then I love electronic queen Ari, who's vibing over icy synths with all the good effects. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And that kind of explains why my two favorite Ari songs are The Way, which is just Mariah Carey, and Love Me Harder, which is just the emphasis of that electronic Ariana Grande. Um, and she's not doing either of those things here. And I think that's that's what threw me first. Um She's not taking her vocal range all the way up there that much, which is fine because the record is more like of a vibe. Um, yes. The first half was kind of rough for me, mm-hmm. but the second half you get into this very like almost post Malone core, like right, Max right. Martin Bruce chill out vibe, like mm-hmm. real chill out vibes throughout this record. Um, it's a good mood record for chilling. She's vocally restrained, which was something that threw me off first, but it, it She's restrained to fit the mood of the album, which is good. Serve the song. Um, Serve yeah, the song. Yeah, this this record works better as like a whole piece to me. It's not so much about like the lead singles. It's like this record to me. It's it's like spending a fun evening with Ariana. Mm-hmm. Like that's what this album feels like to me. Um, songs I really really like. I love um, Every Time, which is like this great mm-hmm. uh, Taylor Swift reputation kind of track meets Mariah Carey. Uh, totally disagree with you. I think Sweetener is an amazing Dude, song. Get the fuck love the title track. Um, Good Night and Go. I love that song. It comes in sounding like Candy Paint. Um, sure. A lot sure. of feels, I love that song. Um, obviously, No Tears Left to Cry mm. is um, just a, a banger. These are like, and what these are these songs, they're like really nice, like, like little gems to kind of spend the twilight days of summer with like it's this is such, like really fun little song such ear candy man yeah so uh, i come to a cool 7.5 out of 10 cool we're close you know, we're close messy moments that yes. keep it from getting to that eight for me you know like you said there are some skippable moments pete davidson and some other songs i didn't like um it's cool so so sales first record did 138k first week second record did 169,000 first week Dangerous Woman did 175,000 copies first week, and this one is projected to do, I want to say, 232? 232? Okay. I was, for some reason, I had 205 in my head. Yeah. Uh, Last time I checked hits, it was 232. Okay. That's wild, man. Just cracking 200,000 copies um, first week for the first time. So that's a big deal. And the conversation was at one point at the beginning of the last cycle was Ariana over. Right. You know, because right. it stumbled out of the gates so far, so hard. But that second cycle, second half of the cycle came on so strong. And especially after her comeback, after going through that tragedy, I, I, I truly think she delivered in all the right ways. She's she's the biggest she's ever been. Uh, tears, you know, No Tears went to number one as a single. And God right. as a Woman seems to be working decently as a single so and is good. on that path. So, so good. she's doing well. While we're on our pop story, Tyler, it's dude, it's time to pick song of the summer. Can you believe you know? summer's over? Oh, it's crazy, man. It's fucking it's crazy. Wild. It's so quick. Another one um, gone. Another one gone. So there's a lot of contenders. 
it's interesting because this year we didn't have like the obvious like mm-hmm. runaway like you had like like that one summer there was Fifth Harmony work from home the other summer last year it was Despacito, Despacito. like just really ran away with Alexa it Alexa you know? played Despacito oh my god you know we did we, there were we didn't have like that one there wasn't a chain smokers closer right. you know and and right. you, you had um Zed and Marin Morris with the middle, but that came out like way too before. early to be a summer song, right? You know, as far so as that, as, that burned all like through the fall and winter, you know. As far as as far as uh, top forty charts go, we're talking fucking psycho and better off, man. It was Post Malone's summer. Okay, I'm gonna go through what I think are the obvious candidates, and then you can uh, cool. you can go through what you think are yours too. Cardi B, I like it. LMA, boot up. Drake. Either in my feelings or nice for what? <laughs> what I think you got to go in my feelings at this point, man. Dude, Ke- you kind of do, don't Kiki, you? Kiki, man. Yeah. Kiki. That uh, fucking Drake, man. Right? Fair. Right? Not fair at um, all. What about you? So, yeah, I am. I'm going to throw um, no tears in there. I am going to okay. throw better off in there. Did you Did you okay. say that? I did not say better off. Okay. Um, it's better off the. A little late, that's, I think. A little maybe. late, but little I late felt summer. like it, you know, New York's been bumping we, that we song. We wanted it, okay. We New wanted York's it been be. I mean, bumping we were like, that song. It is okay. hard to escape it up here. Yeah, um, okay. So those are the two I'll add. Okay. The Ariana thing, interesting, because I had that in this little Hail Mary section, because I know it's probably not Song of the Summer, but it did get to number one, and it got played so much. You I just know what I mean? feel like she's having such a moment yeah. right now, and that song started it. But, um... You know, Cardi, oh, one qu- real quick. I just want to throw this little Hail Mary. So Taylor Swift delicate, right? <laughs> <laughs> you got to give her shouts. You got to give her shouts. give the props because sure. it, it, it had a, an impressive run um, in the summer. And it, what, I, what I realized is that song really took off like in June during wedding season. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Um, it's almost like everyone was, you know, like planning their weddings. And they were like, oh, we can't only have Shake It Off, you know, on our <laughs> playlist for the wedding. And... They look, they're like, we hated the new record. Oh, this delicate song's good oh, enough. Fine. And it just took off. And yep. um, like, I went to a wedding this summer. That song was fucking everywhere, dude. It was like played during the wedding. It was played during like rehearsal <laughs> dinner. It was played at the bachelor party. It was played, played when we went out to dinner. Like it was still, played at the barbecue. Still can't escape Taylor. Yeah. She's, she had a nice little, I know it's not song of the summer, but she had a nice shot where she could have made it. Sure. So, Cardi B, I like it, was, like, pre-programmed to be Song of the Summer. Right. Boot Up is, like, the cool surprise, you know? Yeah, like we didn't nobody saw it coming. Yeah. Um, Drake, In My Feelings, it's Drake. Forever I, the Overcomer, man. It wasn't a surgical yeah. summer. No, it was not. There was no snipping going on. It's just annoying to me that Drake, he already did this with Hotline Bling and, and uh, what's the biggest song of all time he released? Oh, the dance one. I can't remember what One it's dance. called. One day. He already did this. It's not. I almost feel like you got to put Drake in his own category. It's not fair. It's just set him apart from everyone else because it's a and given. Yeah, Post Malone, um, great summer song with um, better off, better now, but uh, maybe a little late to the party. Um, what, what's your pick of all these? God, man. It, when it, you look back at summer 2018, what's the song that you're that you know? It's you weird heard because the most it, and it's going to define it. Dude, for the you. song that I heard the most was "In My Feelings," okay. and it wasn't even. It, I wasn't listening to that song. It's yeah. fucking everywhere, man. It sure. got turned into a meme. You can't That's, escape it. Yeah, 
that I mean that I think that is the answer. My personal song of the summer is much different, but I mean, as far as an all-encompassing you, you song, winner. It, it, it's it's Drake, man. That's it. I'm gonna have to go with Cardi. All right, I, I, I mean, like I it. Love that. You know, it's it, it bumped for a really long time, Absolutely. and I think that's why. Like, you talk about hearing things bumping out of windows, like that's what I heard the most, like coming yeah. out of car windows, and and maybe in my feelings, it was just a little late, mm-hmm. and that that why but you're i mean you could go either way i totally. feel like drake in my feelings cardi i like it i'm just gonna give the slight edge to cardi because she's a smaller artist than drake and uh that's it song of the summer we'll, that's we'll, it. we'll do it next time Good but uh, real quick before we go tyler let's hit on uh the story so far the story so far released two new songs upside down and take me as you please from their upcoming lp deeper dose this follows Let It Go and all the fallout associated with that song. Power <laughs> uh, Sharp, real quick, what do you think of these two songs? Everyone is fucking wrong. <laughs> Everyone is wrong. You're all wrong. These are incredible songs, and you're all ungrateful little pricks. That, that you're the reason why the scene died. Appreciate uh, good music. Let bands progress. This is good for them. These are I I listen to these songs so much. I don't even know what to say about them. They they they're so mellow. I love they layered the shit out of Parker's vocals so we know the whole record's going to be like that. Wait, can I just cut your sentence? It's so mellow and they layer the shit out of Parker's vocals. Like that would could be a critique. You know, if you put if I rip that out of context absolutely man like when it comes to the story so far everyone wants that edge man everyone wants that driving kind of angsty edge let these guys grill the fuck up man oh i was i'm so pissed at the response i know this album isn't gonna sell well they did drop pre-orders before the first song so i know they got that initial bump <laughs> so I know... they dropped pre-orders before people heard the music so right. maybe so, they're gonna so so, so they at least i'm thinking they at least got like 10k in the bag you know like we're, we're gonna do at least 10k last but... record did 20k right right so i think we're safe safe to uh beat you know the sleeping with sirens record the difference between these two songs and let it go is that I've kind of already outplayed Upside Down for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I am at a 7.9 on Upside Down. The one critique I have on that one is that uh, when he says his his melody on It's All Love Now, I'm like, oh, you could have came in a little bit heavier. Maybe not heavier. Yeah, you, but got, you, you got you some could, minor critiques for this band You right could have come <laughs> a little bit more on minor that hook hell. and got me a little bit more tucked in on that. But oh. the rest of the song, the verses, holy shit, man. How could you not? If you like good music, how could you not like that? These these songs are great, and everyone else is wrong. So <laughs> I am at a uh, 8 out of 10 on Take Me As You Please. All right. Um, for me, Take Me As You Please, this song can go fuck itself, man. Another uh, stupid acoustic song about weed. Neat. We are New Year Stoners. I'm at a four out of ten. I fucking hate this song. Um, upside down. So bad. So bad. So bad. That's all I have to say. Well, uh, this is my last. This is my last note to scene episode. <laughs> you're, you're, like I said, this is the ship you're gonna go down with, man. Did you see the Fem Pop Punk group by any chance? I, I checked for a minute and I got right yeah. on out. It's it's, a, it's the I've meme of seen... the mouse walking in and walking right out. That was Their me. Fan... Ah! <laughs> Their fans are it. everyone's just shredding this music. I I'm glad. Look, I'm happy for you, Tyler, that you're connecting with it. I don't understand because it's not that I just just think it's not story so far i just generally think these songs really suck 
Like I think I they're four out of ten. Believe it, dude. Like yeah. I think from from a purely from a pure song critic stance, I think these songs are great. I don't understand what everyone's missing. I mean, a so- an acoustic song about weed. I just can't think of anything I'd get, rather get, get, not get listen past, to. Get you know? past the thematics so of it. Dumb. Get past the th- there. Get overlook it. We know we ain't gonna get no life changing shit from the story so far, upside, man. Upside down. Um, I, like I said, I'm glad you like it. I just that is just to me. That's that's way worse than Let It Go. Like the I had a problem with Let It Go. That makes Let It Go look good. Like uh, that song is just such a hot mess to me. The structure like, these new songs of these are songs, hurting my brain, dude. No, stop you, you processing everything and stop messing with your production. God, you're so wrong. Let bands progress. Let them I, do something. Yeah. I'm the one, man. man. I, I'm the one for progression. <laughs> Another one. Another I'm just one. not, let's not drive the band off a cliff, okay? Dude, these <laughs> are good songs. These songs could burn on all radio. I don't think they're good they don't, enough. They don't even have to go to rock radio now. But no one, no one, everyone says they fucking suck because their fan base is a bunch of fair weather. Oh, man, I'm going off. We're over time, man. I, we got to cut this before we I do. say something um, I can't take back. Okay, I just want to say, um, this reminds me of the Wonder Years, what they did with Sister Cities. No. Totally no, abandoning their sound. That was cred bullshit. But, this but, is good but music. But the, the thing is, is, is with Sister Cities... The Wonder Years fans were totally about that one. They loved it, and they bought that. They, they bought the shit out of that record. And um, this one, the fans are not about it. That's that's all I have to say. At least you and I both hated that record. Yeah, well, that that's terrible. <laughs> all right, we thank everyone for listening this week to Note Scene. If you have any questions, send them in to notescene.com. If you enjoy the show, seriously, take a minute and give us a rating or a review on Apple Podcasts. You don't even have to write a review. Just give us the five stars, and we will love you. I think we deserve them. We deserve them. Don't we, Tyler? I think so, man. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Go do that right now. Please. See you next week.